Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. I'm a lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and a creator of a wellness workspace called the KB Apothecary. Welcome to my world. We're cultivating a lifestyle environment based with quality of consciousness for all, here to unveil your authentic truth. What does that mean? listening to find out because we are all multi-hyphenate beings so join me on the ride it's getting deep i about lost my breath on the way here i cannot believe i made it to the show on time i'm in the little studio that i am recording this right now and it's so appropriate that today's episode is all about breath work because I just about had a panic attack. So right now, let's take a deep breath together and let's just do the dang thing. All right. Yeah. But before we jump into today's guests, my loves, my darlings, can I just say this is free content I love giving to you guys and in order to keep it free I need a little bit of support. If you love what I'm putting out there please head on over to Apple iTunes look up Just Being Honest podcast remember being has no G and send in a rating or a review to let me know that this content is something that you like and that you want it to be on the top charts of the podcast realm, all right? So that would give just me a little insight um, that we're on the right track. So head on over to Apple iTunes, search Just Being Honest, and a rating or a review. Send it to your friends and family too. All right, because guess what? I'm gonna start for one lucky listener. Guys, I have a whole stash of amazing products that I use personally, products that I'm mentioning on the show. So one of you lucky listeners may just get me dropping into your DMs and saying, hey, what's your address? I want to send you something amazing. All right, on to the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB, your lifestyle designer. I'm going to say it again. I've said it every single podcast. We are in the heart of summer. Yeah, here we are. I had a nice little energetic punch in the face today with the traffic. I am not a traffic person. I think the older I get, the more and more I want to stay away from people, like people that I don't know. That's an amazing segue into our guest today because... If you're like me, you know 100% that sometimes other people's vibe is just not belonging in your tribe. Um, Yeah, energetics. I think that's why, you know, me and my dog are kind of like BFFs because she's always on my wavelength. Um, But it's a real thing. Um, Energetics. So, I'm not going to talk any longer because you already know what my voice sounds like, but I hope you guys are all doing well, amazing. I just want to say thank you for all the support out there. And without further ado, I'm going to welcome our guest onto the show today, the magnificent Nicholas Prattley. Nicholas, welcome to the JBH podcast. How are you today? Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. I'm great. Happy to be here. Okay. So first off, you know how we met, but we met... I'm going to tell everyone else. So we met through a community workshop through Allo. They put them on free every month. You guys should all check them out. But um, I have just now, since I'm still a hobbit, um, <laughs> sitting in my house, I have been really, really trying to engage with like-minded people. That being said, doing like-minded activities. I have felt very strong within the Allo community, their workshops that they put on, Um they really align me with practitioners such as Nicholas. So Nicholas was um, giving out some of his, I'm going to call it luscious because you'll know why in a second, luscious services in the form of energetic work. We did breath work. It was this whole saga, this whole story. Um, But anyways, when he came on the screen, because it was all, you know, digital, I was like, who is this? I'm not joking, guys. He was glowing. 
I don't know if he had like some angel filter on his screen, but I was like, yeah, he's not just a real, he's just not a normal person. He is, he's angelic. He has gifts. So that's why he's on the show today because I'm going to share his gifts and he's going to share his gifts with you all. So Nicholas, tell us a little bit about your gifts, but before you do that, tell us about, um, yeah, tell us about your upbringing first, because I always like to jump back to people's childhoods to see if that in any way paved the way to what you are doing now. Wow, good, uh, good questions. First of all, thank you for that intro. That's the best intro I've ever had. I love you. This is awesome. Um, hello to everybody out there. This is such a pleasure to be. Uh, with you and just real quick KB I love everything that you're doing and the energy that you're putting out there and um, I really believe that we're living at a time on the planet where this kind of work these conversations are required so that we're elevating our energy every chance we get right so just thank you this is awesome so let's see um, first question upbringing well I'm I've been living in Los Angeles for nearly 23 years now. I'm 43, and I was born in Australia, Sydney, Australia. Um, and my mom was a, um, a socialite housewife type person, and my dad was a professional in hotels and casinos. There was no healing or personal development or spiritual growth although my mom read some of those books as a younger woman, um, there was there was no active practice of any kind in my upbringing. But I was having these kind of introverted experiences on my own. Uh, for example, around the age of five, I had been a chronic asthmatic, and my doctors told my parents that I should swim. And swimming every day, even when I didn't want to, was this kind of experience that made me engage my breath and energy that, you know, I used to swim underwater and have these cathartic experiences. I would laugh and cry and scream and yell. And I didn't realize until I was 18 when I formally discovered breath work that, that I was quite literally having catharsis. They were healing sessions. They were workout sessions and they were designed to strengthen, I was taking them to strengthen my lungs, but they were healing. Energy was moving. Um, trauma that was stuck in my body was moving. Um, and so that little part of me that thought I was a little crazy and didn't want to talk to anybody about it because it seemed so crazy, um, I was actually just going through healing. And so when I started learning about breath work more when I was 18, um, I, I knew that there was good work in there and I wanted to help, help other people. So I went from quite literally not being able to breathe as a child to strengthening my lungs and learning how to breathe. But part of that process was healing. And now that's part of what I teach people. Okay. So that is just like affirming my swim addiction <laughs> because, um, so I'm a swimmer which this is what I love because I'm a swimmer um, and through the pandemic, our pool was closed off and on and then we kind of got to swim like maybe one time a week, but I was swimming six, seven days a week sometimes. And wow. I had to switch my workout to things I had never done before, weights and hit, And I started to look different, which is very interesting because that was – as you kind of mentioned, trauma getting stored in your body, perhaps, because I wasn't breathing. I wasn't breathing things out. And I remember now that we have our pool back, I'm getting back to that every time I just finish my swim, I'm just like, ah, everything's fine, you know? And it's just crazy. Um, and that's just a small example about how we can really regulate ourselves and our the rhythm of life, I guess you could say, our prana, yeah. right? So, and what I find is fascinating, 18, to figure out this, that is a true gift because usually when we're 18, we're like, I don't know, maybe I want to do this. What should I do? 
So was there something else that kind of spurred you to that at 18? Where did you go next? Well, I mentioned my parents, you know, part of what I didn't say was that my biological dad was not at my birth. I found out when he was 11 that he was alive. And when I was 18, I met him. And so he was actually the person that taught me breath work initially. And when I met him, he was a doctor that had both his Western and Chinese medicine treated alternately degrees. And I saw this person that was a healer. And I realized that this part of me that had felt partly lost or, I mean, my parents were amazing. I didn't feel like I needed somebody to make up for what they didn't give me, but they weren't natural. They didn't have a natural propensity for healing and transformation like he did. And so it was just like this piece of the puzzle went click. And I realized that all, and I had been dabbling in body work and energy work in breath. I'd been interested, but at that time it felt pretty out there. Um, but it affirmed to me that it was on track and it was okay. And there was still plenty ongoing in my life. I had my party days. I wasn't perfect at all, but I remember I, you know, I had the realization I had the thought and it definitely took me time, took me a few years later to really start a practice and then become certified and take that deeper dive. Um, but the realization that my own, healing process was something that I eventually wanted to bring to people. Mm. So from there, I started studying more. I started reading. I started studying. I did a lot of my own personal growth, kinesiology work, um, working with my uh, dad, acupuncture, breath work, Chinese medicine, Taoism. Um, I started uh, Qigong, mm. um, basis of all martial arts, and that was an incredible practice. And so I started, you know, when you're kind of doing things, knowing that you're having a sense that you're going in the right direction, but you're not totally sure, but it feels right. So I kept following this feels good, right? And I didn't know where I wanted to go, but I knew, I knew who I wanted to be. I knew who I wanted to feel like, even though I wasn't fully connected to that, you know? Um, and so I just kept following the feel good feelings and then, and then I ended up having a practice. I had a private practice and I was seeing people for breath work and energy work and, and it's all continued to move from, from there with, um, I'm working on some books. I've been doing retreats all over the world. I have a whole curriculum called luminous energetics that's based on, um, energy, breath, flow movement that's uh qigong related um and it's all about putting people into that state where you can feel your energy you can feel flow it's not this thing that's what like you said earlier it seems like it's this thing that's outside us but there's no there's no plug to the human body we're being charged by energy we are alive because we're connected to a greater source. And when you start doing practices that plug you into that, or, um, you know, whether that's an actual active physical practice or just the way that you're thinking or what you're doing, how you're being, um, that energy, that flow of energy starts to open wider. And uh, that's what I want to keep bringing to people. I love it. So, can I kind of jump back when you said I had this feel good feeling, right? Was there a, a word that you can put with that feel good feeling that may be kind of like a trigger for other people? Um, because you were guided by that feeling. So what was that feel good feeling? What was the, the voice of that feeling telling you? I think it was a sense of connection, that feeling of connection to self, but something else as well, right? Because I can feel super connected to myself, but my intuition, where I'm going, there might be something else pulling me as well. 
And so if I felt this, I can feel good inside myself, but then there might be a question. And I think sometimes the question might be, yes, self-worth that we have to go through, but it also might be the external energy saying, no, 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 come over this way. <laughs> Just a two degree, one degree shift over this way. And so I remember having this sense of energy inside my body and energy outside my body. And those two things together were almost like a magnet right like when the when you can feel that force of the magnet coming together that that felt like true connection for me you know and so i'd keep following those those moments so yeah yeah the connection of it so with that connection meaning truth that click of the puzzle piece you know it is your ultimate truth and that's kind of what you're bringing to everyone and and when I look at your website because obviously when we had first met I was like I have to find more I have to find out more about him and I'm on your website and I'm like whoa like it was when you talk about charge it's like super charged and so I want you to kind of dive in a little bit deeper um about luminous energetics um kind of what the process is and um and and where it will be taking the client I guess you could say whoever is consuming that energy So luminous energetics, you know, I used to call it energetic intelligence because I think that we all have a very keen intelligence that is based on energy, whether we're connected to it or not, right? We are floating on a ball in the middle of space. We are... We are going to take just a quick break. Yeah, I know. I'm getting into this like ad real real early in the episode but i want to just let you guys know that um i just headed out on a road trip as of lately if you follow me on instagram you may see where i'm driving around in the united states but i wanted to let you know guys i didn't forget to pack my prima because i'm sitting for a long time in the car i'm walking on rough terrain i'm not used to perhaps running up and down boulders who knows what I'm going to be up to, right? So I need my CBD, yeah, to sleep in places that I'm not used to, maybe. Beds that I'm not used to. Those, you know, Airbnbs, this is not an ad. But anyways, Prima CBD. Yeah, Prima. Um, I also have my R&R cream with me and my dailies. I'm going to put everything in the show notes for you so you guys can click right then, right there, and hook yourself up with 15% off of this amazing broad-spectrum CBD, the only CBD that I use personally. So head on over to the notes page, click on the link, and use code HONEST, H-O-N-E-S-T, and you will get 15% off. Plus, guys, I even packed one of the bath gems with me just in case I had a stay with a bathtub. You know, I love my baths. All right, back to the show. Yeah, it's this body of work that, so I've been generating this body of work called Luminous Energetics for the past 15, 20 years, and I used to call it Energetic Intelligence. And it is energetic intelligence. You know, we all have intelligence that lives within us that connects us to our energy, both internally and externally. And I like to kind of set it up this way. You know, if we look if everything that we can see with the naked eye, touch with the naked eye, this physical world that we experience, in the grand scheme of the cosmos, that is 5% of our reality. of the reality we can't see, but it doesn't mean it's not part of our reality. You know, the space in between every breath, every moment, every heartbeat, in between every hemisphere of the brain, in between every chamber of the heart, in between you and I right now, in between all of us listening and the next star, the next planet, there is space. And I believe sometimes we hit a wall when we, you know, we all say that we want to feel whole, we want to feel complete, right? But if we are focused on just the physical, we're missing out this massive piece of who we really are, you know, and if we can include that in our experience, 
we become more whole, we become more complete, and we feel more connected to it, to each other, and the bigger cosmos that is. There's no accident, you know, around why we are floating on a ball in the middle of space. This is a massive, big story, you know. And if we think about the energy of that, you know, there's science that shows that all the elements that are in the physical body, almost all of them, at least 98% of them, are in the stars. You know, there's no mistake around why that kind of thing exists and is real and is quantified in science now. And so luminous energetics is connecting us to the 95%, letting it infuse the 5% so that we can feel that stream of energy, letting us understand what this vast human and energetic technology that lives within the human body is. And that shows up in, there's a big body of uh, philosophical work, which will be coming out in books soon. Uh, we study all of that on retreat. And then in terms of an actual practice that moves into energetic hands-on therapy, into luminous breath, and then luminous movement or flow, I call. And so, you know, if we look at every ancient tribe on the planet, they sing, they dance, they connect, they're in community, right? And I love to start every retreat with it. We break down every spiritual or ancient scripture of all time. They say three things. They all come down to three things. Let's stay in present time. Let's take care of our brothers. They only say brothers. They should say sisters. So I'm going to say brothers and sisters and take care of the planet, right? Present time, take care of each other, take care of the planet. The three things we have the most difficulty doing, right? But if we look at the practices that the ancients use, they're very simple. It's very simple. You have a daily practice. You stay connected to the energy. You move with each other. You stay connected to nature and the earth. And so the practices are simple, but vast in information, you know, and so that's where we start. But as we dive deeper, there's a strong education around this is how your energy works. So I'll give you a quick example. If I tell somebody to focus on their heart chakra, right, because they feel blocked here, right, they feel heavy here, there's been grief or trauma or pain of some kind, right? They just feel heavy in their chest and they breathe kind of short. Let's say that's the symptom that's showing up and that's what we're seeing. And I tell them to focus on that heart spot. If they just focus their energy, their intention, their consciousness, their imagination on that spot, within about 30 seconds to a minute, that energy responds. That energy responds either with a deeper breath or a little tingle or a strong tingle or some kind of subtle response will show up, some kind of sensation. And once that sensation shows up, then we deepen the breath. So it goes energy, breath, flow, and then we go to connection back to each other. So if there's a symptom showing up and I say, here, focus your energy on this spot, the energy responds, the energy comes online, and then the dialogue opens. And then we deepen the breath. We deepen the breath and that, that connection gets stronger. And then we can flow with it. We can either move with it or you are moving it yourself back and forth between your head, your heart, wherever it needs to expand to, right? And once that's done, you know, and this is a much longer process, obviously, but I'm just giving you a sense of you, anybody at home, can focus on one spot and the energy will come alive. Mm -hmm. You open up dialogue with that energy. And then once you've done that, then you, I think part of what's missing in self-care, because it says self, which is beautiful, it needs to start there, is what comes after. You know, I think that we are at a time energetically on the planet where we're actually going to vibe higher by taking healing to somebody else, sharing it with somebody else. Even if it's just saying, hey, I just went through a process and I feel really clear. I just want to be with you and give you a hug. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like, but I have a sense that part of our healing 
needs to start being more collective than so individually focused, even though that's necessary and should continue and is very powerful. Um, I believe collective healing will happen when we bring more of our own healing to other people. And so luminous energetics is connecting you to your own energy, letting you be in relationship to your own energy, understanding how your energetic technology works so that it can enhance your life, other people and the planet. Yeah. I think you bring up a really great point about the self-care aspect. Um, I think it's really vital. I think it's vital to the point where once we really harness what that is for us, um, to spread that, um, just kind of spread the story about how it's healed you personally to open up others' eyes. And then they just, like a domino effect, it happens almost instantaneously. But one thing I kind of, you kind of spurred my thought process here when you were talking about space. And when I think about space, I think about silence, you know, negative space. You know, I'm an artist, so I think of like negative space, you know. Yet, that minimalism is where all the capacity, you know, is held, right? The capacity for opportunity, right? To put something in there. But, um, and also what I was thinking about, you know, with space, with if it is silence or if it is loud, whatever it may be, you know, where there is space, that's where the truth is. That is where your identity is. So say like for meditation, you know, or in your in breath work, you know, energy, yeah. breath, flow, you know, you're in the space, moving towards the connection. And I think with that, I'm just kind of putting all your pieces together, you know, you're, you're becoming conscious, you know, really conscious, you know, the dream state conscious, I believe when we dream, that's when we're conscious, I think when we're awake, we're unconscious, that's just my belief. But I think when we're conscious, that's when we heal. That's when we can heal the world. Like, we're all here to serve and to heal. That's my purpose, you know? Yeah. Crazy. I love it. Yeah, the, the space component is so interesting to me because we are floating on a bowl in the middle of space. There is vast space between just our physical bodies and beyond. And when we do breath work, like we did recently at Arlo, right? You breathe, you let that much more energy into your body and you feel bigger than just your physical. You can feel the energy just outside your body. And you go, wait, there, there is something bigger than me. And if we can connect to that energy more and give us give more of us a palpable sense of what that feels like, you bypass the part that thinks you're limited to just the physical. You want to explore that space because you know there's magic there. You want to dive into that space because there is everything and nothing and nothing and everything. There is more clarity, more truth, like you said. Um, and I think it's a, it's a huge piece of what's left out in our education you know especially with children they i mean i'm teaching my daughter now and she she gets it and not just her other other kids her age if you're having that conversation with them like it's just another conversation they are fully engaged fully engaged there's no like oh that's weird where did that come from <laughs> they're just they're just in it you know because they're they they still feel it you know um it's, it's such a beautiful process. It's such a beautiful process, you know. And like I said earlier, there's no plug to our body. Like nobody's turning a light on. Nobody's walking out of their door on Monday morning thinking I need to fill up 10,000 bags of air in case I run out, right? We are, we are connected to energy. Yeah. And when we're not listening to the energy, I like to say if we're not connected to our energy, we're not connected, you know, and it doesn't mean that if you're disconnected, that you're completely disconnected, but you could be far more connected if you were really listening to your energy. And so when you have anxiety or grief or fear, to notice where that sits in the body, to breathe into it, to hold it like you would a child, to let that energy know that you are listening to it, puts you in direct relationship and dialogue with it. And then it can start to move. If we ignore it, 
it starts to affect cell structure over time, and that's when we get sick, mm-hmm. you know? And so when we're in relation, uh, uh, there's the energetic relationship to real emotion that we know is living in us, and that actually gives us access to this space beyond the physical body that you're talking about. So let me ask you kind of an interesting question. In the days of technology, right? It's not going down. We're all going to be having more technology in our lives. Our children, you know, I don't have children, but I have nieces and nephews, and they don't even know a day that they did not have technology, uh, which kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, But how, because we all know that, I mean, I know I'm highly affected by technology, the temperature of it, uh, the frequency, the buzz within me. Um, how do you think that is affecting our, 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 I'm going to use luminous, our luminous energetics? Like, how do you feel that it's going to, we can control it? I'm losing my words here. Control it. But how yeah. do you feel like we can kind of get back on the right path with it in our lives? Because we all know it's still here. Yet at times, as you mentioned, anxiety can come when everything is just there. We have to always be engaged. And sometimes we cannot find the space. How can we make it work for us? Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I mean, a much bigger conversation about EMFs and, you know, electromagnetic radiation and how connected to nature we are or not and how uh, children are often in, you know, concrete classrooms and schools and not having access to nature as much as they should. There's a big conversation around how much technology, how disconnected we are from nature and how they both affect each other. but I will say one of the best ways that you can stay in relationship to your own energy and keep your energy clear from those devices is to get into nature. Mm-hmm. You know, we have an electromagnetic biofield that moves around the body about 8 to 12 feet, as does every single tree and every single piece of nature, they all have their own fields too, which is why people that might be super skeptical about nature or energetics, they get into nature and they do feel better. Uh, you know, they say, I don't know what it is, but I go sit by the lake and I feel better. I just need to get into nature, right? We, we all use that dialogue at some point or another. And so as this kind of ocean of electromagnetic Wi-Fi waves continue to increase around the planet, uh, we need to get into nature more so that it's not affecting us so much. That's the first part. The other part is the more connected you become to your own energy and the more attuned you become to your human technology, the more uh, acutely aware you become, like you were saying, of heat of the buzz in the machine or the buzz in the body and you make shifts in in your home and in your life we have one tv on our property we have no alexa in any rooms anymore i have one wi-fi thing because i have a computer and i need to work but in my process of being with my computer i'll write and then i'll go walk in the garden i'll write i'll go look even if you just look out at the green trees it, it restabilizes your eyes and sends that message back to the brain. Um, and so there are little things that we can do that create big shifts. Um, and then the last thing I will say on it, I believe that our human technology, our energetic technology that every single one of us hold, that technology is the most powerful technology. And I know this is a way out there things to say but if we could learn our technology to such a fine-tuned degree that we didn't need power lines and we could actually power what we think we can't if we can access that and if we really open our minds to understanding that we can do that we could we could shift everything 
Um, nothing is out of the world on this show. I mean, seriously, people have heard me say everything. You know, I'm not from this planet. I, you know, it's anything is possible. Um, you know, the frequency of us and our energetics, I find it kind of interesting. I'm just, this is the only thing I'm going to say about the pandemic right now. But, um, you know, I find it very interesting when, we were told to stay six feet away from one another. Um, our our aura actually is six feet, isn't it, right? So I find it interesting that it's like community was not being had, you know? And that's what we, we need to all work together to stay alive, to thrive, you know, to have immunity. <laughs> yeah, it could be why there was a lot of mental health issues during that time because we can feel each other's energetic sphere. We, we need to feel that because we are nature. We don't view ourselves as animals or trees or a piece of nature, but we are. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of our issues come from because we think we are disconnected from it, but we are absolutely not. We are natural beings needing other natural beings and surroundings to thrive. So... What a beautiful topic to kind of bring up. Um, so I'm bringing my niece out to where I live. I'm going to go on a road trip pretty soon. And my oldest niece. And I really want to be kind of, she's the oldest of soon to be five. But I want to be the light, you know, being an auntie to kind of show her that she can be anything that she wants to be, you know, the wavelength, whatever. Because we need this younger generation to step up, right? Um you have a daughter. I want to know, as you being the father, um, how are you teaching her or letting her kind of pave her own way? Or actually, I guess a better word for this would be seeing life in the world as it is without being programmed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, great question. So I start with really simple energetic tools you know when she gets frustrated or sad or upset we're activating the breath right away it's like training a muscle right away activate the breath and so now over time we see her regulating herself you know where she'll get upset and she'll like calm herself down just by breathing or she'll say i need a minute she's hilarious she'll be like i need a minute i need to breathe and, um, or she'll say, or we'll say to her, like, say that you want some space, you know, so li little tools that let her know that she can control, not control, but direct rather her energy, right? Either through breath, either by taking space, right? Because sometimes even the little kids, they get upset in some way. And then the parents or other people around them feel bad and they want to make it feel better which actually starts to confuse their field, right? So if she knows that she can take space, she can assimilate what she needs, you know, and they're powerful. Children are very, very powerful. We don't get them, we don't, they don't often get the credit that they're due. And so I try to approach her as a whole, complete, powerful being that just needs little directions to, let her get her answer. So breath, giving her space, and then teaching her what we were talking about earlier, where whatever you're feeling in your body, put a hand there, breathe into it, be in relationship to that energy, and notice how that energy has its own um, life cycle. And if you pay attention to it, it either moves out very quickly on its own or it brings clarity to the question that you want to ask. And she's five now, or just turned six now, rather. And all of a sudden, we're starting to see... You know, she was staring out the window the other day. I said, what are you thinking about? She said, I'm trying to find my emotions. It's like, you're trying to find what? And she, a couple minutes later, said... Uh, she bypassed the emotion, didn't even tell me about the emotion and told me the clarity about an issue that she was having with another girl at school and kind of a main girl experience that she had been having. And, uh, and she went, it was compassion. She went straight to, oh, I think she does that because her parents don't give her enough time. And I, 
it was just amazing to hear her bypass the emotion and go straight to kind of the realization, the clarity, you know, which is what paying to your attention ultimately gives you. It's freedom. Um, and then the other pieces, you know, as a parent, where I, my husband Jeff and I are constantly reminding each other the power of her soul brought her here. So when we don't know what to do, she, she will tell us, it will tell us that we're not here to decide what she's meant to do. You know, she's going to tell us. It's such a joy to watch her open into who she wants to be. I don't have a clue. I mean, I think she could be an amazing chef. She loves food. I think she could be an incredible dancer. She loves to dance. I think she could be anything that she wanted to be. But I don't want to start telling her, oh, you should do this or you should be this. Because I don't know. Yeah. Her, her, so my job is to hold space, to not control her, to not shame her, to, to allow her to step into more of who she is. And, um, you know, it's, it's magic. The process is magic. So that's all of our homework. So whether we have children, whether we have nieces and nephews, just hold space for them. Allow, allow them to, you know, see the revelation of not just the emotion, but past that, you know, because it teaches yeah. us in return. And I think it also teaches us if a lot of us are working, which we should always be working on our inner child, to just remind them, you know, they know the answer, that little you know, little us inside of us, they know the answer, you know, stop trying to let all the other judgment tell you what you are, or what you're not, or tell you what's going to happen, you know, um, because we're all healers, we just have to allow ourselves to see that. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I love this analogy of the baby, you know, if you're holding a newborn child, you've done this with your nieces, it's, it's precious. This is a miraculous human that just came from the 95%, let's say, right, out of a human body into this reality, like, what, what, what is happening? Like, how is that even possible, you know? Um, and so when you're holding a newborn baby, if somebody sneezes, if somebody has bad energy, if something feels dangerous, there is nothing coming between you and that baby, right? You remove them, you do everything that you can to keep them safe and hold space, right? You give them what they need. We are not taught as a culture, as a society, as adults to do that for ourselves. But when we listen to our energy and put a hand there and breathe into it, that's what we're doing. And so the more that we do that, the more that we develop that relationship and strengthen that muscle, the stronger it gets, the better we feel. The better we feel, the more flow we find. And then we start to flow with this energetic experience that is so rich and beautiful. Um, it can all be so good. And it, it's not perfect all the time, but it can definitely be consistency, consistently pretty amazing, which is what we're really designed to be enjoying. Mm -hmm. So before I let you go, I want to ask a couple of other questions. So with your practice, where are you going next? Or what are you honing to people what are your offerings? Um, everyone wants to know right now. I know they're like, oh my gosh, how can I find out more? <laughs> well, we're getting ready to launch uh, a bunch of things. I am doing a retreat in Mexico in November, uh, which you can find on the website right now. Um, I think there's only one spot left, so jump on there. Um, and then I'm going to be recording some pre-record um, uh, offerings, which will be launching in the next couple months. Um, and I'm going to be starting a YouTube channel with more information going up there. Uh, and then I'm working on, uh, my book, which will be coming out within the next year or so. So there's a lot in process and coming down the road, but for now, just sign up at, um, nicholaspratley.com or the new website, which is space.com space with an eight S P eight C E.com. And, uh, we will stay in touch and keep you in the loop on, everything good <laughs> oh for sure i'll be salivating over here i'll be like what's next what's next um and then one more thing before i let you go i always ask my guests what is your honest truth that you hold deep with inside you that helps you maintain success in living an honest lifestyle what's your honest truth uh, we are wonder mm. 
I really, I've said it, like, it's probably the one thing I say more than anything else. The analogy about the baby and the fact that we are floating on a ball in the middle of space. Like, if we unwind all our DNA, you know, if we were to unwind all of it, it goes all the way to Pluto. You know, that lives in our physical body. You know, it's just miraculous to me that we're here that we're even having this conversation and there are definitely times where i forget you know uh but consistently i feel that more than anything and and i i mean i i, I really yeah i just i really believe that we are miracles floating on a ball in the middle of space like it's a wonder that we are here and um dashiell kettner you know recently quantified no i mean been years now but more recently in terms of medicine and wellness and energy this emotion of awe he quantified that it was no longer a state but it was an emotion and the experience that arises after awe is wonder you know when you look at amazing sunset or a child or a waterfall or a shooting star and you're like oh wow that's that is awe and then the emotion that arises right after that is wonder and I think that's what we are by nature. And I think that's the thing that's, I mean, through some very dark times, I've felt a sense of that. And through better times, I felt a much stronger sense of that. And, and I think that's, I think that's been the biggest thing that's, you know, cause even when you dream and create, you do it in wonder, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like I, I want that thing. Or when I would think about, um, my baby, you know, Ava, or marrying my husband. Like you think of those magical moments and you wonder why, how it might look and you create from there. Mm-hmm. And so I think if we create from wonder and then try to live in more wonder, we're half, we're more than halfway there. Mm, and we can create everything. I mean, we are powerful beyond our means. We just don't give ourselves enough credit. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. And we're not to. We're not taught to remember those things, right? So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna remind people and educate people. No, 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 no. Despite what you think or what you've been told, this is truth. Like your energetic technology is designed to connect you to your power, your wonder, and you are, like you said, powerful beyond measure. Mm, Nicholas. Okay. Well, I could talk to you forever and ever and ever but we're, we've got we've got to let you go um but we'll definitely have to have you back on and you can update us more with some of the things that you're practicing for but um it's been an honor it's been an absolute pleasure <laughs> thank, thank you, you so all right guys thank you. thank you so much i'll put everything about nicholas in the show notes you can connect up with him snag a retreat spot i know you're not going to want to miss out on that And until next time, I'll talk to y'all soon. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug. Peace, love, ciao. Isn't he just amazing? I mean, not only is his voice just fan-frickin-tastic, every time I hear someone with an accent, I think, like, I can't pay attention to what they're saying most of the times. I'm just thinking, if I had an accent, what type of accent would work the best with me? You know, like, which one would I want to have? And most of the times, guys, I'm from Kansas. So when I'm in California, people are like, oh, where's your accent from? Because it's the mix between, like, a me covering up the twang that comes out when I'm really in the Midwest to, like trying to just like keep it together and keep a little more poise so I don't know what would you say my accent is um anyways Nicholas Prattley guys he is amazing I mean his breathwork sequences fantastic I highly 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 encourage you if you feel called to participate in one of his programs head on over to nicholaspratley.com check out everything that luminous energetics has to offer and um I know I'm really really interested in participating in one of his retreats so maybe we can be bunk buddies you know so head on over there all the information is also going to be in our show notes so check that out again i just wanted to give a huge thank you to all of the brands that we work with that we partner with so proudly prima and co 
uh, Trina Felber's brand that we had her on the episode most recently. Guys, you can get 60% off her, her holistic teeth whitening system. All the information is in our show notes, once again, from Primal Life Organics. Also, our favorite micro biome company ion biome check that out as well in the show notes so we only provide you guys the information with the brands that we use personally you know how picky i am i mean i have a whole show called just being honest i don't like to work with just everyone out there because we all know as consumers there is a lot of stuff out there so um choose wisely and know that i have um your best your best bet out there for you. I'm here for you guys and I care for you guys. I wanted to say thank you guys personally as well. I'm giving you a huge air hug, a huge air kiss because I know you can't always tell if someone's struggling out there, especially with this post-pandemic world. Me personally, I've been going through a lot of stuff as well. Um, I'm feeling the cocoon, like I should stay inside. Thank God I have Poppy. She gets me outside on the regular and gets me talking to people on the regular. So just know that you're not alone. You are not alone. If you need anyone or any other additional resources out there, I have a ton. Um, I support you guys. I support your mental mental health and, um, I just want to say I am here for you. I hear you. I see you. Please reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram if that's easiest for you at just being honest KB. Remember, being has no G. All right. Until next time, see ya soon.